Earth lead. I'm Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. <laughs> forgot who I was for a moment. I'm Free Press music reporter Erin Labar. And we are your co-hosts of this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, this week on the episode, we're going to be talking about spring cleaning, but like in a hygiene kind of way. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the new outlet mall that has arrived in Winnipeg. We're going to talk about beer and why it seems to be accompanying all physical activity lately. And we're also going to talk about weddings because Aaron has a big feature running oh, in yes, I do. Saturday's Winnipeg, Winnipeg Free Press. So that's, uh, that's what's going on on the show. have noticed that things are shaping up around this pod we are legit we're legit we have a logo that was designed by um alex down in the free press digital department alex richards who we are giving her a shout out right now because she is such a magical unicorn that can read our minds we told her (laughs) we poorly described what we wanted for a logo for our podcast because we kind of felt like you see our faces in the paper enough so we're like we should do something different and we explained it to her badly and she sketched it out in her notebook perfectly it was like got it and then had something to us like like a, a second later. A day like, later yeah it yeah. was incredible so that is a that is our new our new look and then we have a new song mm-hmm. and stingers as they call them in the biz those little musical interludes between segments yeah courtesy of sandy toronto who you may know from quincy and indicator indicator yeah. and all around local pop rock genius uh put together some music for us which is awesome mm-hmm. so that started on the pod last, last week. week yeah and now we're available on iTunes, everybody. Well, I mean, all the other platforms, too. That's all also new. Yes. Ones I've never even heard of, to be I know. Honest. Every platform you can think of for a we're podcast. We're there. We're on it. We're there. So subscribe. Follow us. Put us on your phones. Take us around with you wherever you go. Tell your friends. Tell, yes. Tell your Unless friends. Unless you hate this podcast. And, and then don't tell anybody. Don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut. Exactly. <laughs> but but we are around. We are around the webs. So that's that's a good yeah. thing. So that's probably the biggest thing that happened to us this Right. Week. And then we're doing an official print launch next week mm-hmm. on, in the friday paper of next week i yeah. don't know what the date is the 13th or 12th the 12th something like that 12th. so yes 12th. you know a little bit luckier than if it was <laughs> right that's true 13th. um so yeah so that's probably the big the big news for the week we it's didn't true. we didn't in fact bury the lead this time ha, we good one we, we led with the, the the lead and one day we will actually explain what that means but not today not today maybe in the print launch maybe maybe uh how was your week it was good. Um, today is actually my birthday. I know. Happy so, birthday. Thank you. Um, and it's also it was my brother's birthday four days ago. We're very close together. Did you have to share your birthday when you were a kid? Yes. Um, we always had a, like we had individual friend parties, mm-hmm. um, but we did a big, huge family barbecue, usually the weekend between if there was or like whatever weekend wasn't snowing, basically, basically, because you never know at this time. You of never year. know with early So, days. but yeah, we used to have every year, we used to have a ginormous family barbecue with both sides, like my dad's side and my mom's side and all of our family friends and stuff too. It was really fun. Fun. My dad and one of his sisters are also super close together, but they used to have to share their friend birthday. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're four years apart, so I can't imagine a bunch of like 16-year-old boys sharing a party with a bunch of 12-year-old like, girls. Well, and actually both my dad's sisters are in close proximity. They're all like end of August and then september 1st Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's uh they're all really close together in age but 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 still you kind of want your own your own friend's birthday so we did like a little dinner for my brother on sunday which is (laughs) what i wanted to talk about because uh my mom decided that we should play a game that we haven't played since we were probably 10 years old and i think it was 
even I don't know when it when it was developed. I think I'm assuming the 70s by the box, but it's called Rat Race. And uh, <laughs> and the title and the font, which I know you, <laughs> you all can't, can't see, see but, but it's great. <laughs> and I was I was given the task of being the instruction reader. So I pulled up. I'm not surprised that that's your. Are you also <laughs> card dealer and rules explainer slash enforcer? Uh, yes. So um, but my you. brother is always treasurer. So I'm not allowed to be treasurer. So, because <laughs> I cheat. <laughs> um, but, so I, I have this, I brought the, the instruction manual with me today because it cracked me up so thoroughly. It's the only instruction manual I've ever seen that's in a Q&A style. <laughs> what, what is the premise of the game? Okay, so the premise of the game is... Um, you're trying to move up the the high society ladder, the societal ladder. So there's three sort of levels, mm-hmm. and the bottom one's the biggest, and they get progressively smaller. Mm-hmm. So you start low class, middle class, high class, and you have to buy stuff from the other players to raise your your class level and have certain amounts of money. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's so fun though. Um, <laughs> so they explain all the things, and then it says um, you have to pick a treasurer. And it says, unless he is suspected of gross dishonesty, there's no reason why the treasurer can't play with you. <laughs> so there's a few more instructions. And then a li- like a literal question in this book is, when does it start to get interesting? <gasps> when? Right now is the answer <laughs> with a period. Uh, and then there's like a divorce square where if you get divorced, you have to roll the dice and you lose half your money and all this stuff. And then... Um, it says, do I have to get rid of my stuff? Aren't you also like excluded from... Yeah. It says... Um, what does it say? Oh, shoot. Basically, it says that if you lose your status symbol, no one wants to be your friend anymore. So, of course, you have to give all your stuff back. So, like a commentary on the right. times from which this game right. came. It's, it's amazing. And I would suggest everybody <laughs> to buy it. And one of the questions here, it says, why would I want to spend money on high-priced status symbols? Uh, answer, because that's part of the snobbery we all indulge in to impress our friends and keep up with the Joneses. Woof. so that was my exciting night and i thought it was very funny and i couldn't do my job very well because i kept laughing (laughs) yeah that's incredible that sounds like a really bad slash fun i'll bring it one day um so yeah my week was also fine thanks for asking (laughs) (laughs) it's my birthday jen i can do what i want i really we also recorded a lost pod on my birthday when we were doing practice rounds of the show yeah and i'm sad that it won't air one day we'll air it just for fun Although it takes a while to, uh, I guess we could record on my birthday again, but it takes a while for it to get back to Thursday. But this week I interviewed Fred Penner, which was as always really oh, yeah. exciting for me um, because A, he's great and B, he agreed to do a huge feature with me in 2015. Mm-hmm, I remember that. On the 30th anniversary of Fred Penner's place. Um, and so got to spend a lot of time with him through that project. But it was really cute when we and I went over to his apartment for our first interview. He was like, oh, I have something to show you. And he disappears into a room and comes back and he had word bird, <gasps> which was so exciting like you know that same as five as when I was 30 it was like oh my god word bird so it's um yeah it's just it's always really nice when someone you grew up looking up to and admiring turns Mm -hmm. out to be delightful and nice and not the worst so it's always it's always pleasant but he is playing a sold-out show at the Centennial Concert Hall on Sunday and has a new record that's for kids but for everyone called Hear the Music Mm -hmm. and it features a ton of of guest collaborators. So, um, Afy from Bahamas, who Ron well, he is Bahamas, Ron Sexsmith, who is also in town. Yeah. Um, you talked to him I this did. week. Um, Basha Bulat, a whole bunch of people. So 
that's cool. So it was cool to uh, to chat with him. And uh, yeah, so that piece is in today's um, free press. And when's your Ron Sexsmith piece? Uh, also today. There you go. So today's two free birds. press. Two birds. Two word birds. All right. So let's start our main segment today with some I know we talked about spring cleaning last time we did a little bit I did some googling because I had I had a gross question to ask the internet which is what google is for always and I'm not going to be gross about it here but I just wanted I was just (laughs) wanted to know how often you should buy new underwear that's a thing that people I mean I certainly don't know how often it's not something I think about like and I know some people wear their underwear into the ground. Like the elastic is gone, holes everywhere. It's yeah, it's done, and yet you're still wearing it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to know if there was like a specific time that is like that you should. And were there any answers on the Googler for you? There was many answers as there is with the Googler. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said every six months, which I feel is excessive. But I maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe we're all just really gross. But there's so many questions, and I felt not alone. In my in my quest, because lots of people also had this question. But also, if you type in how often should you wash, the autofills in Google are also really funny. The first one is your hair. Okay, that's the fair. second one's your face. Third is your bra, and fourth is your sheets. Yeah, bra is a good one. Bra, well, basically everyone's gross, so nobody knows. When it comes it's to, true. To your bra. Maybe we should write a book about it, Jen. People, I remember there was an L article where they actually made all the L editors oh, wash their bras women. in like a jar and then photograph oh, them. God. <laughs> That's so gross. It's it's it was how it sounds, but yeah, sheets. Not... Sheets. I am I'm a bit more on top of that one. Of course you are. <laughs> uh, I change mine once a month. I, I know some like Martha Stewart says you should change them once a week, but ain't nobody got time for that. Once a week, if that's excessive. I'm willing to admit like cop to being a gross trash person because I definitely don't, even though I probably should because Samson definitely sleeps in our bed. Samson's a dog <laughs> and he is a dog, but apparently <laughs> dogs are, you know, dogs are hygienic. He gives himself baths. I bath my dog. Actually, that's something that I am on top of. I will say for myself, a lot of people are like, oh, like. I never wash my dog. We bath Samson fairly regularly, so I feel good about that. But in all other areas, just a like mess. <laughs> t-shirts. How often do you wear? How you have, many times do you wear a shirt? Uh, it depends. I'm also a chronic spiller, so I often spill on myself and have to wash things. I'm also a slob, so I understand. But that I'll too. give it a good whiff, and if it's yeah. like fine, then it's fine. And if it's not, then I either put it in the wash or I febreze it and wear it anyway. <laughs> like, it's fine. And we all know jeans never get dirty yeah, and can be worn in perpetuity. That's fine. I am just really sweaty. Like clinical strength deodorant. People are going to be so grossed out by this episode. <laughs> People Sorry, have turned guys. this episode off. Um, but or they're like, me too. And I didn't feel comfortable admitting it until now. Maybe. Um, no, I'm very sweaty. Like clinical strength deodorant is really, it's cute. So what you're saying is you should be washing your clothes a lot more often than you do? Well, I'm saying that I have to wash them a lot more okay. often than is probably good for the fabric. Because oh, there's also, yeah, like your point. hair, which you can also overwash. You can also also mm-hmm. overwash garments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for the magic fix for the sweaty armpits. And yet I think like light blue is a color I can wear. It isn't. <laughs> and yet I'm like, oh, I like that Massive, <laughs> massive sweat circles. So anyway, what I learned from this exercise is that we're all gross. 
And that's okay. And that we should all probably buy new underwear because yeah. I know that you're all wearing buy new underwear. underwear that's five years old right now. Treat I know yourself. It. Treat, Treat yourself. yourself. And you know where you can buy new underwear? The outlet mall. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> nice, right? Killing it. <laughs> so this outlet mall. Do we care about this outlet mall? Um, I do enjoy a good shop. I do too. I'm excited about DSW, but that's probably the only thing that I'm actually like really looking forward to checking out. Which for those who don't know what that is, it's like a giant shoe. Well, it stands for Designer Shoe Warehouse. Yeah. Um, And they usually have some pretty sweet deals in the clearance section. Yeah. Hip to the wise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like I feel like it's kind of a couple years after the fact. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I suppose. But because the dollar's so bad. I don't know. I don't know if people care about this. I don't, yeah. It's, uh, I feel like I care less, but I feel that way about a lot of the things that we have now. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, even 10 years ago, where we didn't have a lot of the stores you would travel to go to, right? So, like, um, Forever 21. Yeah, H&M, like, all those kinds of places yeah. that now we have. And I'm kind of like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because they came when I wasn't 23. Right. I'm, like, a I mean, maybe bit, we're just not. I mean, I think we're supposed to be the right like demographic. I have a budget now, so I'm kind of like, I can't fast fashion. Can't. Yeah. And then you also eat made up large parts of it. But. You also made the good point that you shop online a lot for clothes. I do shop online a lot for clothes. So once I kind of establish a rapport with a brand and I kind of know how it fits me, um, I find it's almost more of a pleasant shopping experience for me to just pick it out online, try it on at home where I'm not dealing with change room funhouse mirrors and like yeah. other people's makeup stains and yeah. like yeah. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then just return it if I have to mm-hmm. which honestly I don't have to very often depending on well you if know. you know if you know the brand well if you know the brand and also if you want to become a online shopper for clothes invest in a measuring tape that's really all you need size yeah. charts are pretty pretty good mm-hmm. um, I mean vanity sizing which is a whole other topic for a whole other day is 100%. like 100% size roulette but generally if you know your actual measurements that's yeah. super helpful with shopping yeah that's too. a good tip because i don't know what it's like in in like quote-unquote normal sizes but in plus sizes which is i am a plus size uh it varies so greatly from brand to brand like i can it can be like literally three sizes different in pants from one brand it's to another brand. wild i have in my closet everything from and i'm i would say I'm a medium solidly yeah um I have everything from extra small to extra large and pant sizes from like 28 to 31 like yeah so I'm I'm more of a try stuff on in person kind of because I find also when I order stuff online and I get it and it doesn't fit or it fits like okay enough I'll just keep it even though I probably should return it and at least if I'm trying it on in the store I just won't buy it in the first place. Exactly. I have to try on shoes. That's something that I uh <laughs> That's the only thing I, that I will buy online is shoes. <laughs> shoes I'm mistrustful because again, I can be anywhere from a 7 to an 8.5. What kind of weird feet do you have? Weird weird <laughs> feet. Apparently. I don't mean to foot shame you, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I tend to wear like an 8. Interesting. In boots and in regular shoes. Well, I'm going to go to DSW tomorrow with my mom if you want to come. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Sweet shoe deals. So yeah, I neither of us have been to the outlet mall. We'll see if it's... As I said, I'm going tomorrow. Scope afternoon. it out. Yeah. Report back. Yeah. Um, This came up in an editorial meeting that we had at work because we work at the newspaper and we have meetings um, <laughs> about this new trend of beer being added to all physical activities. Right. Like yoga and right. beer. 
You know I have a conspiracy theory about this, but I'll let you speak your piece first. My, well, I don't like beer, so that really, <laughs> this, this is not made for me. But I like, and I am very pro trying to get away from exercise as punishment because I think a lot mm-hmm. of people have that framework, right? And that's why we seek to avoid unpleasant things because we're human beings. And I think because exercise is often seen as punitive, whether it's, you know, you're punishing yourself for eating something or not looking a certain way or whatever, right? we avoid it. So I'm pro making things fun. I'm pro making things as part of a lifestyle. So right. like, you know, biking, walking, active transportation, that's all good. But yeah, like adding like a beer flight to yoga class seems like I don't know how it I feel seems about very it. it seems counterintuitive which was brought up in the meeting that like yeah. especially things like yoga where you're trying to like cleanse your body and like get all the toxins out and relax and and then you're just going to pour them back in I just <laughs> so and I mean I may, you inevitably would depending on how many hours had you know has gone by after well, yeah your but yoga it just class, seems right? silly to do it literally at the same time that you're trying to feel better at least it's not before because then I feel like it would <laughs> just guess. be a lot of burping yeah I at least guess. it would be for me but my theory is that all of the doctors in the entire world are saying <laughs> okay guys everyone's really obese they're having heart problems they're having all these kinds of problems we need to figure out a way to coerce them into doing exercise and then the plan is we'll just put beer and wine in it so that people will want to do it because m- even though that harms your liver livers regenerate so that's the least of your problems (laughs) that's my conspiracy theory that is a that is a theory (laughs) (laughs) i had a lot of time to think about this i don't even know how to respond to this theory (laughs) or like beer laps like when you're running oh yeah that was um ben mcfee sigerson had brought that up that you can do a beer mile because he's our drinks columnist i assume he knows of what he speaks yeah again pukey Right. That was, yeah. I think Sorry that for be- recording the most disgusting episode of Breathe the Lead ever, <laughs> ever. We're only like, what, four or five in and we've already, we've already done it. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, speaking of, speaking of yoga, we'll talk about this later in the show. Oh yeah. Um, other things are being added to yoga that aren't beer, which are weird and exciting. So, so we'll yeah. talk about, we'll stay, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, you me wrote an enormous feature. oh my gosh <laughs> i've been working on this feature about wedding season for about two weeks i inter- forever That's forever forever in newspaper, newspaper time because usually you get about two hours so, so i interviewed uh six different people five vendors and a wedding planner vendor being like a venue coordinator florist uh cake maker photographer and oh shoot why can't i remember the last one i'm too far in it I feel oh, like- dress, dress, dress. Yeah. Uh, and then the wedding planner. <laughs> Duh. Doi. Uh, <laughs> so I wrote this story and we measure, people probably don't know this, but we measure stories in terms of inches and not in terms of words. So that blew my mind when I started working at the Just paper. a behind the scenes tip. Uh, so it's about 40 words to an inch. Give or take about 40. But normally stories that I write are in the 17 inch um category and mine are supposed to be in the 17 inch category but this one when I finished when I finished it it was 87 inches (laughs) so then I cut 20 inches off so it's it's a beast and basically I just talked to all these people about wedding trends and um 
kind of things that have cycled through and are now passe and also budgeting and how long you need to book certain things in advance because a lot of people who don't pay attention to the wedding industry wouldn't know that you need to book a florist a year ahead of time Mm -hmm. or a venue sometimes two years ahead of time if you're trying to book a popular venue during high season which is May through September which is why the story is running on Saturday. I learned a lot of these things two ways. <laughs> One, my best friend, Carly, is a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I got married in September of 2015. And September and October are also like on the rise yeah. in popularity for weddings yeah, as well. They, yeah. They said that or a couple of them said they had October days for next year that are already booked. Solid. Oh, yeah. I got engaged in September 2014, so we got on the venue right away because we knew we wanted yeah. to get, we liked September as a month because it tends to be fairly reliable in terms of weather. For sure. Um, and yeah, we had to get married on a Friday because all the yeah. Saturdays were booked. And they said also what's weird is that this year in July, there's hardly any weddings at all. So I'm I'm wondering Interesting. If, if A, like people are kind of realizing that sitting outside in July for x number of hours even if you're doing like a tent reception too is just unpleasant because of the heat and the bugs and and potential for rain or if those dates were getting sold out so quickly people automatically just Mm -hmm. assume that they should book in september october so then all those dates are filling up i'm not sure what what the cause is but july is out october's in (laughs) that's what i learned trends and also that that pinterest sucks is what i've learned (laughs) yeah i think pinterest is kind of made everyone want you know a chandelier hanging out of a fir tree yeah it's just unrealistic expectations and every vendor was like it's great for brides to use it as a way to develop a color scheme and a theme and for like inspiration but not aspiration (laughs) because i want to fill a distressed dresser with wildflowers right right. and like especially the florals um i was talking to tatiana at oak and lily and um, she was saying that a lot of the florals that people bring in are like, well, A, from California, where their growing season is literally year round. B, these people have budgets of literally hundreds of thousands of dollars and have celebrity florists like doing their stuff for them. And she's like, I'm happy to do that if you can spend a thousand dollars on every centerpiece. But like, otherwise, let's be more realistic about yeah. the budget. Yeah. I used Tatiana for my flowers mm-hmm. at my wedding and uh, I basically just gave her colors and she yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Um, but I also heard that foliage is making yes. it like just a big like, well, because the, thicket of greens. Yeah, because the, the wedding industry uh, is very influenced by the Pantone color of the year, which right. this year was greenery. So um, the both the planner and the florist said that a lot of brides are just mixing flowers all together and just doing like bouquets of greenery and having garlands and stuff on the table. But it's not any less expensive. Like greenery no, yeah. is equally as expensive. Um, I'm just imagining there, a while ago um, in I, I feel like every design blog I encountered had like artichokes as part of (laughs) i don't know why that's so funny (laughs) because and they're green and you know add texture and i'm I'm trying to remember if i in fact had artichokes involved in mine possibly oh boy um but yeah you just kind of imagine someone walking down the aisle with like i'm gonna drag a a palm tree down the aisle big fistful of asparagus (laughs) oh god (laughs) but yeah wedding uh wedding planning is kind of an education for people who it is i learned a lot even just talking i mean i thought i knew a lot because i've been in so many weddings just as a bridesmaid um but there was things that they brought up that i would not would never think of 
and it was quite an education. So that will be in Saturday's Saturday's paper. Pretty much the entire art section is going to be my wedding story. Wedding bonanza. Uh, For our last segment, we always choose something we are reading, watching, and or listening to. So, because um, we're super cultured, like, <laughs> do you want to go first this week, Jen? Sure. I am reading. So, I've talked a few times about how I'm doing this stupid read a book a week challenge that I've imposed upon myself. Can you, I, can you hear the regret in her voice, ladies and gentlemen? Because I have to ruin everything I like doing by tracking it. Um, but I'm back on the horse, which is exciting. Okay. And, uh, I'm reading, so big fan of HBO's miniseries, Big Little Lies. So I decided yeah. to read the book. Mm-hmm. I never do that. I never read the book after the TV or movie. I always read it before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting how it definitely influences it. Like Celeste is Nicole Kidman now in my brain. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's also interesting what they left out of the show or of the book of the show show. from the book okay um so i recommend it like it's a pretty like easy Mm fast-paced read but particularly for fans of the show um it's quite there's also elements of it that are quite different so is it relatively like is this the television show relatively true to the plot yeah and there's also like lines verbatim oh from the book too um but there's two pretty significant things that aren't in the show which I found interesting. Oh. So I won't, uh, won't spoil, I won't spoil them. But all right. Yeah, that's what I'm reading. Cool. What are you doing? Uh, I just finished all six seasons of Drop Dead Diva on Netflix. <laughs> and I'm really proud of myself and I don't know why. Uh, what is the show? Well, it's... I've only ever seen like I'll ads tell you, for Jen. it. I'll tell you what it's about. Um, <laughs> it's actually really hard to explain in a concise way. But... Uh, okay, but bas- you got your hands on your hips. So I got my ready. hands on my hips, so I'm ready. <laughs> um, basically, two women uh, die on the same day. One is like a very thin, classically beautiful model, and one is a quote unquote plus size, like still pretty but a little bit frumpy lawyer. Um, they both die at, at the same on the same day. The model's body dies. and the the lawyer just flatlines for a couple seconds so the soul of the model goes into the lawyer yeah it's a doozy (laughs) and so then the lawyer is you know goes back to work or whatever and she has the the soul of the other woman but she still retained a lot of her like legal knowledge so she's still like a super cool awesome litigator but she's also now quirky and fun and like wears makeup and nicer clothes and straightens her hair so <laughs> that's basically the premise is that she's and this had how many seasons six wow yeah it got a it got real kooky near the end i almost was kind of like whoa but it got nay <laughs> <laughs> don't judge jen it's really in, like it's I'm really filled yeah. with judgment it's it's very cute and i like to watch things that are very um like light before i go to sleep at night so i would just put on an episode before i go to bed but um then her who stars in it no one famous no one famous no um but which I will come back to in a second. There's a lot of celebrity guest stars, but the major plot point is the woman who died, her fiance before she died is also a lawyer at the same firm. So her soul, yeah, it got crazy. Her soul is like, oh, Grayson is over there, but he doesn't know it's me because she's in a different body. So there's like that whole thing, and yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of celebrity guest stars, so that's one of the reasons why I kept watching is because every episode, like a client. Uh, and the law firm or a judge would be a, 
celebrity guest star like Paula Abdul was in it, Kim Kardashian, Brandy the singer played a love interest for one of the lawyers. Oh, the list goes on and on. Joan Rivers, Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Really, uh, there's lots of range as well. Yeah. So if anything, if nothing else, it's it's worth it just for that. And what are you working on next week? Oh, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Interstellar rodeo lineup is getting announced on Tuesday. I already know who's coming, but I'm not going to tell you. She hasn't even told me. <laughs> well, Father John Misty's been announced already, which is super duper exciting because I love him so much. But your hair is filled with secrets. <laughs> My hair is filled with secrets. Yes. It's <laughs> a Mean Girls reference. Yeah. Um. So that story, well, I'll be live tweeting from the event on Tuesday afternoon. And we'll have a web story ready to go right away because they told me ahead of time so that I can get it ready to go. And then the story will be in print on Wednesday. Awesome. And then we are also trying out goat yoga. So Aaron and I are are going to uh, do some yoga with some goats. <laughs> I've never on done night. I've never done yoga, period. So <laughs> seems like a good place to start. Heck of a way to start. Um so yeah, so I'll be writing a first of a kind of a series of columns within my column, um, where I just try various things. So that will be the first one. First gen tries. First gen tries. So we'll we'll see how that goes. And you can find all of our other work at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jen Zerati. And I'm at Meyer Rabble, which is just my name backwards. And we'll see you next week. Bye.